With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome, welcome to T25CL Entertainment, Galaxy Talk Radio United. We stand is the name of my show, and I'm your host, Galaxy Chief Andre Ward. It's Saturday, April 11, 2020. The time is currently 10 a.m. here on the West Coast. Let's go over a few temperatures across the globe. It's 54 degrees here in Oakland, San Francisco. 57 in Los Angeles, 61 in Tulsa, 48 in New York City, 75 in London, 88 in Lagos, Nigeria, 72 in Nairobi, Kenya. And just to give you a little background on our dear company here, for those of you who are not too familiar with us, and so please excuse me if I sound repetitive for those of you who do, T25CL Entertainment is your platform for digital entertainment. Please listen to our 24-hour day, seven-day-a-week radio show featuring jazz, R&B, blues, hip-hop, gospel, and international music. Check out the many music artists with available CDs for downloading to your listening devices. We have four radio talk shows. On Monday, we have Compton Politics with Lorenzo Murphy. And on Tuesday, we have The Mothership with Dr. Ninana Kwaku. Wednesday, we have the star of United We Stand, Rosalind Jordan Mills in Rosalind's Corner. And on Saturdays, my show, United We Stand, with yours truly. Check out our website for times and login information for each show. We here at Galaxy Talk Radio are not professional broadcasters. We offer a platform for independent artists, filmmakers, and writers to advertise what they do and for the listening audience to call in and meet our artists as well as expressing themselves on what is going on in the world. As you know, my show, United We Stand, was named after our film, United We Stand, but the intent was to bring attention to the black economy on a global basis. Our intent is to reach out across America and across the globe to build a universal economy and to make new trading partners abroad. As I've said before, our spending capacity here in the United States is about $1.3 trillion annually and would be the equivalent to the seventh greatest economy in the world. The problem is the circulation of our wealth in our communities and with other Black-owned businesses in the U.S. and Black-on-Black corporate crime. Let me say that again, Black-on-Black corporate crime. When dollars are not recirculated and invested in the community, we have business failures and massive unemployment as we do today. Please visit our website at www.t25cl.com. Listen to our free 30-second clip of our music artists such as Charles Small, Brendan Lee Egger, Mark Allen Felton, Ross and Jordan Mills, Ramsdale Merritt, Myron Edmonds, Hunk Browning, Cartier Jones and Mr. Gates, Kimba, Young Bobby and Lexi, Wally Taylor, Chet Willis, Cleveland Jones and the Five Tempting Men, and Leroy Wainwright. Check out the Kev Choice trailer and also rent the film. We shot that at Yoshi's in downtown Oakland. He did a great concert, so check out that film as well. For those of you listening in on our website, if you want to call in and ask questions or make a comment, call 605-562-0444. Our show code is 13. 
9283-POUND or log in by our website and you can view the broadcast on your computer. All right, let's just get into our subject matter today. And one thing I do want to kind of elaborate on um, is this thing that's called, uh, we're going to get into various things, but I just got to say this because it's a little bit personal to me as well. This whole thing about black on black corporate crime. And, you know, T25SL Entertainment was really kind of conceived to be a platform for artists and, and filmmakers and and people who write books, or do poetry, whatever it is, to get your books or your films or your CDs. And, and it's a platform for distribution where you wouldn't have other avenues um, to do this. And so we, the intent was to have your film uh, or your music up there for people to either download or rent on our website. And um, our game plan at the very beginning was that something like this we would get unanimous participation from independent artists to bring their stuff here participate on the radio shows and uh, to have their music playing on the 24 7 music radio station but um something has happened in that whole ideology of things whereas we as a people do not support one another for whatever reason, and, and those of you that are, are listening, you can uh, comment on, on the reason why. There could be several reasons why. There could be the Willie Lynch syndrome. It, it could be several other factors why we do not participate and support one another in business. And so if we're generating an excess of $1.3 trillion a year in various businesses, our employment, well, whether it's welfare or unemployment, disability, your dollars are going out somewhere. But now, where do we find not only t 25 Sale Entertainment as a business, but other Black-owned businesses where we do support these businesses? And we are dependent on people, not only us at T25CL, but other Black-owned businesses are depending on our support and, and and for you to reach out to others. And now that doesn't mean that we are reaching out to just black dollars only. You'd be crazy to go in business thinking that you can survive on black dollars only. No, we need it from everybody, black, brown, red, yellow, and white. But we start with our warm market. Anybody that knows marketing knows that start with your warm market your warm market or your friends, your family, your church members, whatever, and you start there. But for some reason, and I, I, I say this in conversations because I get numerous phone calls every day, every night. And for some reason, we have been so divided uh, mentally, spiritually, and economically that we don't participate and support one another in our endeavors and we have here at t25cl entertainment we have some great great music artists who play real instruments and 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 the filmmakers and 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 people have real deal talent whether they're playing instruments where they're singing and dancing they have superb talent and a lot of them go back 
a long ways in, in time to the 70s and 80s and 90s. And they're, they're professionals. You know, they may not be the ones that are out there in the hip hop industry, the ones that take off their clothes and advertise their sexuality and or deviant behavior. But our people here at T25CL Entertainment will stand up to any of these hundred million or billion dollar artists. I, we can put them next to each other on the stage and I guarantee you that they will outshine any of these people. And that also leads into our film project, United We Stand as well. And once you see it, you will see it over and over and over and over again. Now that leads into the next part of it. Since we can't come together in business and support each other in business, however, there's been one thing that has brought, brought us closer together in unity. That has been the coronavirus. Since it has reared its ugly head, everyone is talking and researching about this. Oh, how can something like this happen? Oh, now it's only killing black folks. First, it's supposed to only kill Chinese. Plus, first, it's supposed to only kill white men over the age of 70. But black people are dying more proportionately than anywhere anyone else in the USA, even in cities where black people are in the minority. In San Antonio, Texas, where black folks are about 7% of the population, but represent about 36% of all of the deaths. And that's just in one city. And you can, if you take that sample across the nation, you will find that these numbers are somewhat skewed in just about everywhere. You can find further statistics across the nation how black people now are dying proportionately more than anyone else. And now uh, we're seeing on the people on the internet where people are doing a lot of their homework, they're doing research, and you start discovering other articles and videos. You know, you look at enough of the stuff about the virus, the next thing you know, especially if you're on YouTube, and, and YouTube is a great resource as well too uh, for doing uh, research. And now um, I'm witnessing uh, friends and and family members that are that, that who were once someone that was sleep on global issues are now finding and revealing information on black history, the good, bad, and the ugly. The most shocking thing is that some of us are discovering the lies that has been perpetrated upon us over the past 400 years. And over the past couple of nights, I've been having some really intense conversations. I don't even have to talk in these conversations. I'm just listening because people are in shock because they're discovering now that everything that they're, they've been told has been a lie. Education, religion, history, economics, politics, all of this stuff has been a lie. The shocking thing is, is to most is that Satanism, I'll say that word one more time. Satanism has governed planet Earth in the highest order. You might say, well, what you talking about, Gallus? You talking about that cat on the hot sauce bottle? What you talking about, man? You talking about the devil? You talking about some cat in a red asbestos suit? No, man, I'm talking about real shit here. Every major institution is infected 
with a disease more potent than HIV, Ebola, and Corona. The infection is Satanism. This discovery is as bad as when you thought you were in a truthful marriage and you discovered that your spouse has been unfaithful. It is like finding out that your religious beliefs has been a lie. You, you find out, oh, that white Jesus that I've been oh, praying to for, for 40, 50, 60 years of my life. Oh, you mean it don't exist anymore. That was all a lie. This disease has spread to Wall Street, Hollywood, religion, politics, and Freemasonry. It is in every country on planet Earth. USA does not have an exclusive on this thing called Satanism. Check this out. This is only a portion of it. Let me just read this to you. Since at least 2019, Pentagon Pedophile Task Force had been utilizing thousands of U.S. troops in the rescue of over 35,000 malnourished, caged, and tortured children, some diseased from underground tunnels in Washington, D.C., Los Angeles, California, Florida, Dallas, Texas, and New York, including an underground tunnel beneath New York Central Park, where a medical unit was set up in tents, complete with a large air duct pushing fresh air in, into the ground. With large Navy medical ships docked in both the Los Angeles and New York harbors, we were told that more rescues were coming. Over 35,000 malnourished, caged, and tortured children have been reported, rescued, or found diseased in underground tunnels beneath large U.S. cities, including one beneath New York Central Park, with more coming, according to reporter Timothy Charles Holmseth of the Pentagon. A, a worldwide fast in prayer has been called for Good Friday, April 10th, that was yesterday, that the global COVID-19 pandemic may be controlled. Healthcare givers protected the economy, strengthened, life normalized, as is the prophet Isaiah quoted the Lord, to those the hands of wickedness, to undo heavy burdens and to let oppressed go free now you see where all this is going brothers and sisters this virus is not only unleashed a, a flu-like symptom is killing off some people it was put out there for a reason of course it was put out there because of this satanism that is going on these people don't want to give up their control of this evil. This evil that's in sports, economics, Hollywood, Wall Street, entertainment, it's everywhere. You don't want to give it up. But now there are forces here on this planet that have come together and it said enough 
is enough. We're going to free the people of Earth, and we're going to go in, and we're just going to kill them. Plain cut and simple. You've been hearing about earthquakes across this country in unusual uh, territories. We're used to earthquakes here in California, even though we don't get them that much. And the news flash just hit on my phone that there was one up near Nevada, California border. But you've been getting them in unusual places, and those are not earthquakes. They're, they're, they're blowing up these tunnels underground. And some of these tunnels are hundreds of miles deep. And they've been there for some time. And they've been harboring children. They may kidnap them above the, the surface, or they may reproduce them way below the surface. And the military people that have been going down there are finding it sickening in what they're finding beneath the surface. And uh, something that Trump said the other day, and I've told a few of you privately, that, you know, and I'm not getting into bashing uh, Brother Trump at all. But um, when he were up there on the podium and um, somebody introduced somebody from the State Department. And Trump uh, got on the microphone and said, no, not the State Department, but the Deep State Department. Whether you like Trump or hate him, told you the truth about this one element, about this deep state. And those of you, and I'm going to be going to the boards in a minute, because I know we got a lot of people on that want to make comments. So just bear with me for about 60 more seconds. This deep state is the government behind the government. Flashback when I mentioned Satanism, and usually you guys think that the Satanism invisible uh, spirit Thing that's that's enamored that's out there floating around somewhere or he's down in some big barbecue pit in the center of the earth or something no this satanism stuff is is real and it's practiced like some of you practice your religion they practice it and they do very horrible things to people and then what they do also is they create uh, a drug They've called adrenochrome, adrenochrome from the children, and they feast upon this to intensify their bestiality in the things that they do. So we're going to go to the boards, and I know you guys got a lot to say, and uh, with all the calls and stuff that I've been getting this week, and so let's, uh, we're going to go to Dr. Quake Tukou, then we're going to go to Gina and Gregory, then all the other guests that have joined us today. Dr. Kwaku, hotel, my brother. Uh, hotel, brother. Wow, man, you 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 uh put a lot out there. You know this whole. Yeah, I had to, man. I had to. <laughs> I had to cut loose on this stuff simply because yeah. it's coming at me left and right, man. When I go to bed at night, man, I'm I'm mentally drained because I'm feeling the hurt and the passion uh, uh, from people that now waking up now and realize, damn, I've been lied to. I've been lied to about every damn thing I've been taught. My damn degree ain't worth a, 
I'm getting ready to say fuck, but I can't say that. Again, it ain't worth the shit. And and, and my religion, and they told me the white Jesus was was killed yesterday, and he rose tomorrow. And 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 even though that's two days after the, the death, it, it, three days would be that Monday. And so now those are, some of them still might go out here today and boil some damn eggs and paint them red, blue, and red and orange, and go plant them out in the bush and send their children out in the bush to find these boiled eggs and for this infamous chocolate rabbit. And so, you know, go ahead, Doc. I'm sorry, man. I could Oh, man, you, you're you smoking this morning, brother. Uh, you know what? Uh, this has been a really, uh, uh, I don't know, it's been an interesting week. But it's also been a week of, of awakening for myself. And it just goes to show you, no matter how old you get, there's always something you need to hear some other voices and be open and receptive and i think that that's the that's the major thing that's wrong with us all of those things that you in in your trilogy there that you put out they are actually true but they're true because we don't do three basic things we don't know who we are which is number one and in order to do that uh, i had a brother the other night after i talked to you brother called me up I didn't even know him. He's wrote over a hundred books. This book, this guy's a studier. He's true uh, seeker of knowledge. And he told me that Kwaku, you're still holding on to some of that 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 gravitation of this Satanist, Satanist, devilish ideas created by these monsters who control all of the resources. And I said, wow. And as I was talking to him, we talked for about an hour and a half that night. And I said, wow, he, he's absolutely right. Here I am over here. On one hand, I, I'm, I'm trying to be a vehicle to open people up. But at the same time, I'm still holding on to some of that, that garbage. It's hard to get rid of it. And uh, he, he made me see uh, and that's hard to say because, you know, I'm 78 years old. I'll be 79 pretty soon. That somebody could open up my eyes to to my true, me being my true self again. And I felt relieved. I went to sleep. I fell asleep after that. And I said, wow, I hadn't slept like that in a while because you you got these competing ideas that's, that's running through your mind. And, and the less you have uh, vehicles around you that support the ideas that you're trying, you're contemplating and that you're studying or researching, the less you have that supported, the more this other stuff pulls at you. That's that whole Satanist idea. Satan is not a, a person, a wall or a building. It's an idea that is promoted by people who want to control every existing aspect of life. And you know, and I could, I won't put no names out there, but there's a lot of names I could put out there this morning in reference to those people who are actually doing that. But I mm-hmm. do, I do encourage people to right now, whatever you're feeling, whatever you're thinking, and however you feel about uh, coronavirus, uh, this stuff will not conquer you. But you have to know that. You can't just believe it. And that doesn't mean that you stop studying the the process by which they are infecting the people around us. Because like I, w- I was talking to the chief a while ago before everybody got on the air and I had a discussion. I call, I guess it was a discussion with my son this morning. And he came in to me and he says, dad, 
just out there clipping the sky. This whole 5G thing is a hoax. <laughs> so I said, well, how do you know that? Well, I just heard it on, on there. I said, wait a minute, did you do any research? Well, no, I just know it's a hoax. And so, and I started thinking, you know, my son is 30 years old. I started thinking, I said, wow, this is the reason why when you go out, you see people out here totally ignoring the reality of what's going on, this change in, in, in what's going on in this world that we thought used to exist uh, uh, three months ago don't exist anymore. They can't accept it. And, and, and I think that sometimes being older is a blessing in the, in the sense that we have seen change. Like for me, it comes from the 50s and 60s and 70s and 80s, and I've seen these changes take place while there wasn't any change really happening because the same things that we were fighting for in the late 50s and early 60s, we're fighting for in 2020. And so I just want people to realize that whatever vehicle you've hooked your wagon to that you think is being progressive, that's that's meeting your needs, or that's bringing about this this uh, change that's necessary for, your, for our lives to get better and every human being, uh, you need to really stop at this point and start to question whether you got your wagon, your your horse hooked to the right wagon. So yeah, with that, I'll let yeah. you go ahead. I, I think we have Bishop of uh, uh, Bradford on this morning. I the nine one six. Uh, you know, I finally got him hooked in here. So yeah, if you want to go to him, that'll oh. be okay. All right, let me go to him and then Gina. I'll go to you next. All right, uh, let's see where is he? You got a nine, long nine, list of nine, people one, here. Oh, okay. He he left the call, so I guess he'll be back. Oh. All right. Okay. Let's go to Gina. If anybody wants to uh, make a comment, uh, uh, just hit, I think, what is it? Star two, I think, on your phone. And uh, then I'll see your hand raised. And so just hit star two and, uh, and I'll see you not go to you before anybody else. And so, yeah, just hit star two. And then I can see on the board here that you've raised your hand. Okay, go ahead, Sister Gina. Greetings and peace. How you doing today, my sister? I'm fine. I don't have much to say about the 5G. You know, I don't know. I know enough. I mean, I know enough a little bit about it, but I don't know the the deep parts of it. I still have to research that. But um, I'm just seeing so much uh, conflict on television. I, you see the protesters. But you know what? The protesters have been protesting way before they released 5G, and they're just getting louder. So it's up to me to you know, go do a little bit more research on it. Um, I do know enough that, they're, they're, that it does affect your health. And um, I just know that the powers of being, as of late, really don't care. And, oh, also that it has um, a very strong capability of controlling you. Now, I did hear this, and I'm going to sway the conversation just a little bit, is that um, testing to see if you had um, COVID, you don't have it, or you have it and no signs. And they're trying to get a po a po um, the population together that have, they've had it and they're immune to it. And something about, you know, I don't know, dealing with your plasma and things of that nature. I mean, they are determined. I mean, we've all given blood and we, you know, at the hospital, and I'm always suspect. <laughs> Anytime they want to give me something extra, it's like, no, do I need it? No. I, you know what? I'm jumping around, too. But the, the thing about it is that Dr. I think you say his name, but it's not Fossey. It's Fauci or something like that. Yes, He's, they're thinking about making that mandatory. 
And um, as of late, Dre, I, 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 I do want to ask this. The president's kind of separated himself from him, and is that mm-hmm. because this guy is linked to Bill Gates? Do you know? So I'm getting yeah, spotty information, and I just haven't yeah, had time to read linked. it all. So. He is linked to Gates. He what? Yeah, he is linked to Gates. I know He's that. A, yeah. Well, well uh, that I know, but I noticed that the pre- I noticed that the president has kind of like gone off on his own, whatever that, that drug is that's governed by Merck, and Merck killed a bunch of people before. So you really do have to do your research. There's just things, you know, like I'll just give an example. When my doctor comes to me and he has some newfangled drug, I'm like, so how long has that been out a week? What do you have comparable that's been out 100 years? I want that one because I know that one works, and I know it's cheaper, and I'm not going to deal with you advocating big pharma. And I make it be known because I can back my stuff up, why? Because I do no finance and accounting, too. And I'm like, you know, I got stocks in that company. That's fine, but they're not going to be tested. I'm not the guinea pig. No. Um, no. That's where you have to, you know. I, had a, I, I, I hate to say this, but I had an argument yesterday with the medical field, and the only thing, the thing, huh? You have arguments the thing that it was The argument, what did you say, Joy? I didn't ask Nothing. you that. Go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> okay, so but the argument was legit. All I all I did, and this is where I don't understand. Maybe you guys can help me. I called to have a prescription transferred out of a medical facility to a pharmacy. Now the medical facility has a pharmacy in it, but with the COVID and the cooties and all this stuff running around, I don't want to walk in any medical facility unless I have to based on my last year of health. I'm going to go to the pharmacy where it's spacious. You have to stand, there's X's. You have to do all of that to pick up my medication. I just want to know why was that so difficult? Why did I have to raise my voice? Why did I have to yell at the person to convey the information to the doctor? Then the doctor called me twice, and I'm like, do you not understand that I'm at risk, and why are you continuously wanting me to walk in that facility? Do you have it lurking in the corner, or do you have someone that is highly infected and you just have them sitting there all day infecting people? I don't get it. See, that's how I start thinking. When you start pushing for me to go somewhere else that's harder for me to get to, when I can do easy and it will be done in five minutes, why do I have to raise my voice? Why do I have to argue with you? Then I'm going to start I, – I, I just jump to the end. Okay, you're trying to kill me. Then when I say that, that's when people jolt and wake up because then they hear themselves. I'm like, you're a murderer. I don't, there's no sugarcoating in the middle. There's no nothing because it's easy. Five-minute visit, a half-hour wait in a facility that has contamination in it, people coughing, people coughing through the mask, mask half on, half off. Why would you put me in that environment? You don't have my best, um, you don't have the best intentions for me. That's how I start looking at you. Then, Dre, you say I argue with people. I'm not trying to argue. All I asked was just transfer the medicine to another pharmacy. Real simple, but I had to do an hour of hell yesterday just to get mm. that done because I was being questioned on why I wanted it to be done. That's what I don't get. That's where when you are awake, it's like, well, damn, okay, you're just trying to kill me. You just want me walking all those little germs. And my doctor finally said, no, 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 no. I really don't want you to come here, but why are you on the phone arguing with me? When I ask that, everybody gets quiet. I'm like, okay, so why are we having this conversation? Just transfer it. Tell me where I'm wrong. 
Tell me where I'm not awake. Why do I have to say you're trying to kill me? I go from well, zero maybe. to a thousand. Okay, you're a murderer. Boom. Well, maybe these people want to keep going. I might get a result. And they want to get their platform out there. So uh, hold, hold on to that because we got a lot of people calling in. So I'm going to keep you open. Go, go ahead. Let me go to Brother Gregory. Then uh, we're going to go to 916. Brother Gregory, how you doing, sir? I'm doing okay. And you? Oh, I'm okay, man. I'm okay, man. Just dealing with all this stuff, these events right now, and just watching how these events of today are changing the people and it's actually having a positive effect in a way i mean once you get past the sickness and the illness of all this you know it's good to see people now that are that are uh, that are waking themselves up and i guess that uh, now that you get to spend more time at home and they get to do more research on the internet so i i guess this is having an adverse unplanned effect on people so what's up with you man Oh, it's going okay. But to, the, to answer that question is very simple. Uh, anytime that you, you counter what the doctors have been told to tell you, it's a challenge. And you're questioning what they're actually trying to tell you and what they're trying to order you to do. And that is basically what's going on without the, uh, throughout the whole process. Because we've known for years that uh, uh, back when, we, when radiation was created, I mean, they, they have microwaves, they have all kinds of things that, uh, that radiation will do with, for you or, at, or to you. And they've known these things for, for years. And they've just gotten more and more to the, to the point where they can control where and when they can create the radiation and what the radiation can control. So, so you are questioning your doctor and the whole industry has been told not to allow you to question it. Hmm. Hmm. Yeah, see, that's a good point. That makes sense. That, um... You know, when doctors or even other professionals, when they speak, you know, especially if they have PhDs or and, and things like this and highly licensed, and who are you? You are a patient, you're a client. And so you just listen to my instructions, you don't challenge them. So some of the issues you may have had, Sister Gina, is that you challenged them. And so who are you to challenge them? You're just a little uh, lonely patient. Let me just build the insurance company and get my money for you being here for 20 minutes. Don't try to stay over the 15, 20 minutes. I got other people out there waiting. I've overbooked. And so don't you even think about uh, being a smart uppity Negro. And this is what happens when you start <laughs> questioning them like that. You're not supposed to have that type of sense, that level of integrity to question me. I'm a doctor. Don't you see that stuff up there on the wall? I went to school eight years and it's up to get this. So you just keep being a patient. Let me be the doctor. Speaking the doctor, let's see if this is Dr. Bradford on. Hold on, Brother Gregory. 916730. Is that you, Dr. Bradford? Yes, it is, sir. Hey, man. How you doing, brother? Long time no speak. I'm, I, 
long time no see. You know, I when I first called in, I heard everybody discussing my uh, <laughs> my difficulty. She was right. I kept calling in, and push. I finally got the right code. But when I got the right code, I was muted, and I was trying to tell you guys, "Hey, I'm here. I'm here. I'm here." And you, but then I, I figured when you got to me, you'd get to me. Well, anyway. Uh, no, when you come on, like you are muted. Every, everybody's well, muted I, when you everybody's when you come on. Everybody's muted, right. And then yeah. they say to raise your hand, you push uh, star two or two star. And then right. that way you'll know I'm raising my hand and I need to speak. And I thought I did that just so I can announce that I am here. But I know the host. You being the host, I know you saw my number, so that was good enough. Yes, sir. Go ahead, sir. How you dealing with all okay. this madness and stuff that's going on in the world? Well, well, let me let me tell you. First of all, uh, being a practicing theologian and and um, you know a, a doctorate of education, I, I like to, uh, and I'm not trying to qualify myself, but what I do want to qualify. I want to qualify some of the things that you were commenting on, biblically speaking, because yes. you, I'm, 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 and the reason why I really, really, really got to feel like I got to qualify this, as as far as who I am, as, as being a doctor of theology, I wrote three or four different um, dissertations on certain subjects in the Bible. The reason why I feel like I need to qualify what you said, because for the for the average person. You sounded like a heretic. You sounded like a radical. But then, mm-hmm. lo and behold, Good. everything you were saying, everything you were saying was true. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's just that yes, it's been hidden. It's been hidden from us for so many, many, many years. Now, but let me let me go back a a, a little bit to give you to give the the public out there some insight. When we Americans study Christianity, you got to understand, we've been fed Christianity from the Masta, okay, here in America. Now, right. when you're in, you understand? Because, because remember, when we're studying Christianity, we're talking about Jewish people. We're talking about Hebrews, although Judaism never crossed over into Christianity. They rejected Jesus, et cetera, et cetera. I'm not going to give a theological uh, uh, lesson right now, but then all throughout the Bible, please understand this, my people, please understand this. If you, and I tell people this all the time when they come to my our school, you know, I tell them there's a difference between reading the Bible and studying the Bible, okay? Um, from the Old Testament, from Genesis to Revelation, trust me, Master has put a twist on it. He has infused his ideology to not so much control us, but to pacify and exploit his view as to how Christianity should be ministered to us as people. Okay? Mm-hmm. Now, I'm writing a book, and Dr. Quaku knows this, and the book is, it will be titled Christianity in Black and White, because we have to differentiate as far as Christianity is concerned, how we perceive it and how they perceive it. Because when you look at the United States Constitution, all men were created equal. Well, come on. When, you know, from 1619 to uh, uh, 1864, 
we didn't, it didn't sound equal to me, okay? Uh, and we, we, we can go back far, further than that as far as humanity is concerned, okay, as, as far as the Garden of Eden, Eden and where that was at. What people were, when God created mankind, who were the first race of people? And as you know, when we study anthropology, there, there's only three different, there's only three known races, and that would be the black, the Asian, and the Caucasian. You know what I mean? Which, which we know as Anglo-Saxon. But in any case, I just want to qualify. I, I just want to qualify what you were saying because, once again, those who are listening and and not well learned theologically speaking, and like I said, those are the people who have just read the Bible and not really studied the Bible. Because when you went to Isaiah, uh, that's that's exactly where you should you hit the right. You hit the right book, okay, because Isaiah was the one that was telling everybody what was to come. When he prophesied in Isaiah 7, 14, that Jesus was coming and it came to pass in Matthew 1, 22, that right there set, set the mold. I mean, I mean, there was a prophet, okay, and, and everybody should know that the end times are here. So I just want to just qualify that. I have plenty to say, but then, you know what, I want to give somebody else a chance to, because I, I'm, this is a, you know, <laughs> although I may have a, 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 some degrees hanging on the wall, I'm always willing to learn and find out more information. So I'd like to, oh, excuse me, one other thing, mm-hmm. one other yes, thing sir. that I want to mention, the only other thing I want to mention, the young lady, she said, you're right, you got to do some research, you guys. You, you, you know, we, we, we can't just hear stuff and, and, you know, and have them sell us the farm. For example, why are black people dying of this virus? Well, guess what? <laughs> it's not so much that we're dying of this virus. We've been dying of a lot of conditions. It's because of, a, because of the health care that's been afforded to us over a certain period of years. I mean, black people are getting the virus, and they've got all these underlying conditions that have been piling up for generations. So it's quite naturally that, you know what I mean, our bodies are, you know, would be much, very much important. weaker. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's an important point I, I, that you're bringing up. That that right there right. is very heavy. And I, and I want everybody to to hear what he just said. That because we have hypertension, because we got a, a bad heart, because we got the high diabetes. blood pressure, uh, diabetes, yes. and and yes. we have all this stuff because all the hell we've been catching. For four hundred damn years. Yes. And, and so the, now the, the it, virus, this little bug the comes virus along. Is the it, straw that broke the camel's back. It, it's an agitator okay. to what's already in your system. Thank you, thank you. So let's yeah. do some research and really understand this. It's not that the virus is killing us. They've been killing us for the last two hundred years. You know the the virus is just an agitator. Of something else, it makes something else exactly. more aggressive. Exactly. The corona exactly. don't kill you. Exactly. Your high blood pressure exactly. kills you. Your asthma kills yes. you. Yes. That's what's yes. killing you. It, it's not this damn yes. bug. This bug is just a, an aggressive form of the flu. That's all it is. Right. And it can be killed very yes. easily. Go go get in some warm weather. It kills it. Drink some uh, uh, hot water and lemon. It kills it. Lemon, there you go. Exactly. Oh, that stuff, exactly. That stuff, Gina, you sent me the other day on the video. Mm-hmm. Uh, the tonic water and uh, 
and, and something else you put in the tonic water. It's that doctor put out. It was something else that you put in the tonic water. It was a vitamin nutrient, and it's supposed to kill it. This thing can be killed, but black folks across the, listen to what Dr. Bradford just said. It's that we have caught so much hell that now the things that are in our system and everybody on this, this, this call today can probably say, yeah, I got this. I got some diabetes. I got some high blood pressure. I got, uh, I got some of this and whatever. And all this stuff is just aggravating what is already wrong with you. And it's just that we catch more hell in being around you than, than, than anybody else. You own it, Brother Bradford. You you write on, yes. on the point with this thing. You know, I like I said, this this uh you know something? And praise be to God and I I don't I don't have to make excuses for, for my faith lies. But then let me tell you something. Um this modern technology that we have, it's gonna take us to utilize this modern technology, and I'm talking mostly about the social media, for us to have talk shows like this and have conversations like this, and for other people to start to seek and try to find out this information. We are one of the most, and I hate to use the term, we are one of the most ignorant people in our communities because we will listen to only what is told to us. We won't mm -hmm. go out and try to research and find out. Now, I researched and found out what my, well, praise be, my, my mother, my late mother, was a sociologist, and she was a healthcare fanatic. She tried to do everything to uh, uh, inspire us to look after our health. That's how I knew about what this virus is doing to us. We have been suffering from asthma, diabetes, high blood pressure, well, of course, sickle cell, you know, blood, blood disorders. But then we have been suffering from this for so long because it has gone undetected in our community. Mm -hmm, undetected. Mm -hmm. Why? Because we can't afford. I mean, back, back in the, I was, you know, I was born in the 50s and, and I came up in the 60s. And I remember when, my, fortunately, my, my, my dad worked at Boeing for many, many years. So we had good insurance all the time. But then again, I would notice all my friends who didn't have that advantage of being able to go to the doctor and stay up on their health issues, okay? Well, then, that is plaguing us right now today. It was because of the affordable health care was not affordable to us. And when I say us, I mean maybe not me particularly. Us meaning the lower income. I mean, the incomes that didn't have the, um, the resource to go to the doctors whenever they needed to. I mean, we relied on home remedies. I mean, we had to decide whether to pay rent and buy food or go to the doctor. Well, healthcare, this, this should have been across the board many, 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 many years ago. I mean, uh, Roosevelt, when he came in with the New Deal, it, it almost made it there. It almost, it almost addressed those issues. But, of course, politics got involved. And then right. that's where we were taken out of the equation. But in any case, I, I, those are the two points that I wanted to, to, to make on the yes, show sir. today. First of all, the biblical part of, you, of what, you started, what you were talking about is ever so true and evident. 
It's just that people need to study it. They need to look into it. And then the reason, and then the medical side of it, why are we dying proportionally more than anybody else? Because we've been set up to do that. I mean, I mean, like I said, this virus, this virus is just the straw that broke the camel's back. Of course, when any of us who are who are who have these underlying uh, uh, health conditions, if we catch the virus, it's a done deal. Seventy percent of us, you know, thirteen thirteen percent of the state is is, is black, but but seventy percent of the deaths are black. Come on, come yeah. on. There's there's yeah. got to you know you got to look into those kind of things. So yeah, I'll I heard that this morning on MSNBC to, from the mayor of yeah. San Antonio. Say, well, yeah, we got seven percent. No, it was a walking Castro, I think it was. Seven percent of the people from uh, San Antonio are black, but thirty-six percent are dying. Thirty-six percent of the black folks are dying. It, it, it's just crazy, man. Hold, hold on a second, Doctor Bradford. We're gonna come right back to you. I got to sure. do a brief uh, sure. uh, commercial, then I got to go down to area code three two three. This is T two five Cell Entertainment Galaxy Talk Radio, and. Uh, Go to our website at www.t25cl.com and check out all of our music artists. Check out our films. Check out Dr. Kwaku's book, Blackout. Whiteout. Yes, well, Blackout could be something too, Dr. Kwaku. They're blacking us out around here. But Whiteout. And, <laughs> yeah. so, and so check out the things that we do. Check out our Galaxy Talk radio show. And, and this is the only radio show that's out there right now where you're going to get uh, this type of discussion uh, going on. We talk in straight up talk. We can't talk like this on, on the regular talk shows because they'll get banned and and, and, and all of that stuff. Oh, yeah. They can't tell the truth. They got to hide it. They'll throw some things out there. But it, it was just like Dr. Bradford said, you've got to go out and research and do your homework. But on research and doing your homework, what I said in my monologue is black on black corporate crime stuff. You know, we're not putting $1.3 trillion out there. We're going to be putting more out there pretty soon with, with all the monies that are coming in. Uh, now people are starting to get uh, these uh, checks. And so uh, more money is going to be hitting the hands of the people. And I know people are hurting because uh, people are, are not working. Some people are working from home. Some people may have been furloughed from their employment and uh, maybe not getting uh, paid at all. And so, uh, but since you're at home now, people are, are waking up from their slumber. And so now, since you're awake, tune in to T25 Sales Entertainment and see the, the things that we're doing. And let's eradicate this disease, not only the corona disease, but the black on black corporate crime disease. Let's get that out of the way. All right. We had a guest on from L.A., but I guess they went away. So let's go to let's pick one that's out there. Seven, seven, zero. You're on. Uh, United Stand Talk Show. This is Galaxy Chief. State your name, where you're calling in from. Hello? Hello, you got... Can you hear me? Yes, we can hear you. Go ahead. Hey, man, what's up, brother? Oh, okay. All right, how you doing? I'm ready to oh, go to the bank like Mr. West, Mr. Mr. Wesley said. Right? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, man, that was a good show. <laughs> Thank you, man. Uh, good show, good show. Very, you did do a very good job. Uh, you know, we talk about this all the time. So, 
I mean, uh, everybody, everybody come on in with some good, good information. I'm glad everybody's starting to research and, and see what it is, you know, because, you know, it's a great awakening for everybody, you know. I've been retired yeah. for a while, you know. The West, so West is woke. I've been researching. Yeah? What'd you say? The West is woke, man. People are rising up. Yeah, they 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 waking up. So that's 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 a good right. thing, man. I'm I'm it brings right. a joy to my heart to see that as a, as a people. So we we getting there, but you know, hey, I'm just gonna listen, man, in and uh, All right, man. make a thing good show and keep it up, bro. If you want to say anything, yeah. just hit uh, star two and I'll get you back on. Okay, bro. okay, thank you. All right, I right. see we got three, two, three. That's down in my home there, down in L.A. 323, state your name and where you calling from in L.A. Three two three three zero one. Come on, you're on. Three two three. Come on with it. Make it plain now. Guess I got to go to somebody else. You had your hand raised. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah, I got you now. I got you now. Go ahead, brother. Oh, Gene Anderson. What's happening, man? What's up with you? How you doing, brother? Oh, man, I'm doing fine and dandy just like candy, man. I'm glad to see that you're talking about this issue, man, because uh, one of my uh, music producers, man, submitted me a song about the coronavirus. Yes, sir. And and uh, I thought it was cleverly done. The topic was, was like right off point. The music production aspect of the song, man, was, was, was also cleverly done. And I'm looking to uh, give your station a once you have a, a format for me to play the song, like on your show. Oh man! And, and do you have it down to the MP3 that we can put it on our on our music radio station? Uh, I I was just submitted the song um, this week, so I should have that together hopefully by next week. Oh, matter of fact, for the people who don't know you, introduce yourself to the world. I mean, you got people all over the world listening to you right now. So tell the people who you are. Uh, my name is Gene Anderson. I am the son of jazz legend Fred Anderson of the Velvet Lounge out of Chicago. And uh, I'm basically, you know, my father passed the torch to me. I had some big shoes to fill because my father was a, was a prolific artist in his era. And I feel now is my time, so that's why I'm getting busy, and and I'm giving your company the first shot to play my music, man. There you go. See, I appreciate that. I appreciate it. We're going to kill this horrible disease called black-on-black corporate crime. We're going to kill it. We're going to kill it. Yeah, capitalism, man, is rearing its ugly head right now, big time. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. Off this uh, epidemic, big time. All right, man. But we look definitely looking forward to uh, hearing your cut, man. And so, whenever you get that together, just let me know. We're gonna put it out there. We're gonna put it out on all the Galaxy uh, radio shows. Let everybody know uh, who you are, and we're gonna put it on out there, man. And we're looking forward definitely for the entire uh, CD, so we can uh, put it up for distribution on the website. Fantastic. I'll talk to you later, like all the procedures, which, which 
I have to adhere to like to make that happen. And and, and thanks for letting like, you know like let me get a word out and shout out to you people out there. God bless. All right. Thanks, man. Okay. Bye bye. Doctor Corey Coop. Yes, brother. Where did Doctor Bradford go? I'm going to put uh, you, Doctor Bradford. Uh, both of you guys are open. I have Gina open as well, too. So you guys go ahead for a minute. I'll be right back. Okay, yeah. Uh, I just want to talk a little bit about a follow-up with uh, what Dr. Bradford was talking about, this being the end times. And uh, I, I would just like to just, just state that historically there's been supposedly, according to history, five extinctions of mankind on Earth. Uh the world is not going to end. I would just like to, people to, to you know, to just, let's just kill that myth. It may end as we know it. Like where we are right today is not where we were five months ago. So that world, for all intents and purposes, ended at that point. And I just think that I just like to encourage people to continue to do your research. But I did some research on on your on your boy, Mr. Gates, who has been promoting. Uh, these vaccines and all these different uh, things that uh, he wants to vaccine people in Africa and all this kind of stuff. And he gives the impression of being a philanthropist that's operating for the good of mankind. But then I went further and I did some research on his father and, and, and I found out it is true that apples don't fall too far from the tree. You find out that his father was into this whole same uh, philosophy of, of population control. Uh, to the point where he, he was one of the people who was instrumental in the eugenics society. If anybody would know, remember the eugenics society with Margaret Sanger, where they felt like that people who were poor, uneducated, or weren't yeah. able, uh, that they were worthless and that they deserved to die. You understand? So Bill Gates got it honestly. He's not, they're not operating out of that. So, and for people who don't know, the eugenics society in the 50s and 60s became uh, uh, what we now know as, as a, a Planned Parenthood. This was their other way. You don't see Planned Parenthoods out in the where them people got their million dollar houses. You see them in the neighborhood. And the reason why we have, uh, if we want to get down to this 5G thing, they're going to set those towers up at the least the place where they can get away with it at. those people out there are going to complain once they realize that that this 5g is like 10 times more powerful than the 4g and the, and that the the rays from that are, are, are going to be affecting people's health those rich people are saying no go put it over there let the, you know let those signals bounce off of those communities so that's why you're going to you're going to that's another reason why African-American people and people of color and people who are, are low on the economic level are getting sicker and dying more. And it's because these things are always put up in our community. So we've got to, we've got to, that's why it's so important that for us to wake up. Uh, what's going on? There's a lot of static going on over there. Uh, uh, yeah. Oh. And and so we have to we have to continue to encourage people to uh, to do their research and find out who these people really are, because Bill Gates is no philanthropist for the good of mankind. 
and you know there are some uh some some things that we can we need we can read that i like to recommend that we get on and i'm sure that you got some of it too uh chief the iron mountain document you can go online and you can download that thing nasa nasa a war document the nasa cloning uh document and the smart meters murder and you can go to smartmetersmurder.com and stopthecrime.net and then there was a uh, Barry Troer, who was a scientist in the UK, who, uh, who did a lot of writing on weaponization of wireless frequency. So, you know, there's information out there. It's just that we choose not to have enough time to go and research and study these things. So we don't know where they come from. We're used to uh, people, we're used to being told what to do. And I think that that is another hold over from that whole slave mentality. We we want to work for somebody because we need somebody to tell us what to do and when to do it. Uh, mm-hmm. There are times mm-hmm. you have to, you know, until we're able to make conscious, once again, going back to that cognitive dissonance, when we can make conscious decisions based on our own thinking process, in spite of the fact that you have been infected, you know, with this dynamic, this social training, you still have a brain that has capabilities of coming up with his own ideas. The only thing is, is we're too fearful to allow and to put our ideas out there so that people can understand who we really are. And so I have, before the end of the show, I have some other stuff I want to share with you guys, but I don't want to take up all of the time. But uh, those are just some things that we need to take into consideration that uh, the world has ended as we knew it six months ago. It has ended from this point forward. And this is the thing I've been trying to get going in my own household uh, that it's very difficult. So if it's difficult in your own household, you know how difficult it is out there to the John D. public. People do not want to accept the fact that this that there is a new reality about to take place here that is taking place, and we had better prepare for it. If we lack information, we will die. Go ahead. Yes, sir. You know, and that's a very important point about that this world has ended. Now, we're not talking about the planet done blown up or something like that, but from a mental, spiritual standpoint, uh, if you can equate, if you can just use your imagination, uh, because uh, us here who are descendants of, of slaves, if you can imagine what happened in January of 1865 when they were emancipated from slavery, when you talk for 310 years to just get up at five in the morning and then you just go out there and pick cotton and 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 do all the horrible things that's associated with slavery, didn't it? And then all of a sudden, you can't read, you can't write. All you know is hard, hard labor from can't see in the morning to can't see at night. Now, all of a sudden, in 1865, they tell you, guess what? Your butt is free. Oh, what do you mean I'm free? You mean I can go and do my own thing? Yeah. And so, but some of the, the slaves who were freed at that point in time, they didn't know nothing else. They didn't know where else to go. They they, they didn't have a, a ticket to ride on the stagecoach and go to California or anything. They didn't know California already even existed probably. And so a lot of them elected to stay put where they were and get into financial arrangements with the existing slave master. And so when you don't know any better, you just don't know. And so if you don't know, 
you stay put, or you stay close to your environment. You have to stay in your familiar surroundings. And so, because that was the end of the world as, as it was during that time. And now you're free to make this change. And in my opinion, and this is just only my opinion, and now you're seeing a similar such thing now with people that are freeing their minds. I mean, Dr. Bradford brought up some damn good points um, on, on theology, uh, the theology of the times and, and what this is, has done to us. And I've also mentioned the, the book by uh, that, that slave master, uh, Colcott Jones, that was written around 1830, 1831, right around the same time as Willie Lynch. And you know, how to make a Negro Christian and, and, and the reason why they brought us here as a free black man, a free black woman in our spirituality from the West Coast of Africa, we weren't practicing Christianity on the West Coast of Africa during that period of time, but they put it on us here in this country and had you believing that everything was white, the history of the world was white, Jesus is white, God is white, all the prophets and messengers was white. And, but, and, and if you tell some of these Negroes that the history of the scriptures, whether it's right or wrong, it came from out of that East African region. And, and so how can everything be white if the history over the past 6,000 years, as is documented in the scriptures and the Quran, came from the Eastern African region? And so when you get into your scriptures, you need to ask yourself, I don't care from Genesis to Revelation, okay, what what year was this? And what was the geographical location? And then what is the setup? Just, just think of it as those of you who are familiar with making motion pictures. When you're reading a script and you get ready to shoot a scene, okay, what time of day is it? Is it hot? Is it cold? Is it raining? Is the sun shining? Uh, where are we? What mood am I supposed to be in? Uh, shooting this scene and reading from this page and script. It, you know, hell, it, you ain't supposed to be, sit up here and be happy if you're at a funeral. No, it, it, it's, you got to know the scenario, get the backdrop, get to know all the prophets and messengers that are in the scriptures of who they were and, and, and where they were geographically on the planet. And, and once you start doing that, it's like Dr. Bradford said, you got to study what you're reading. If you don't, you got to study internally and you got to study externally. All right, let's just go to the board here. Okay, Gina, Gregory, you guys okay? Uh, yeah. Can you hear me? Can you hear me? Can you hear me? You're coming in very faintly, very faintly. Let me fix that. Okay, thanks. Okay, go ahead. Let Gregory talk. Gregory, then we go to Dr. Bradford. Okay. Um, in dealing with a lot of the subjects that are, that are going on here, one of the things that uh, people should still keep in mind is that a lot of this thing, these things that have been going on for so many years, uh, we're talking about 5G now. What we want to, what we're forgetting about is that in when, when radiation was created with the bomb, they knew that they could they could fry your brain. So 
what has happened since then? Not only have we been dealing with subjects of the, of the brain, but we've been dealing with DNA. We know how to manipulate the mind. We know what the mind says now. And part of what's been happening here is that we are dealing with the manipulation of the mind. And the mind can tell your body to do anything that it wants it to do. So we're dealing with uh, with technology that when I was going through school, we were dealing with the radiation. We were dealing with uh, the fact that you can drop an atomic bomb and it can fry you. We are now still talking about the same thing. We're talking about being able to fry a mind. We're talking about manipulating the mind. So a lot of what's happening now, even with the new labels of saying 5G, 5G is just an advancement on things, technology that has already been created. Oh, yes, so, yes. So part of what's going on right now is just look at, look at what has happened in the past, what can be created from what happened in the past, and realizing that the things that they're telling us now has been created already. They've just learned a little bit more about the mind. They've learned a little bit more about what each element that they create, radiation. Radiation is frying people left and right. 5G is now telling you that it's not only frying your mind, but that it can now go through the walls, which is what radiation does, which is what a microwave does. So it's just a, an advancement in the manipulation of what already existed. And, and do you think that this is also being an aggravator to our health problems with the, uh, with the 5G? Yes, because like we were saying, 5G, they can see, they can transmit everything that right now through a wall before they're having problems with that. So you had a weak reception in your house. Now they've eliminated that problem. The reception can go through the wall so they can do anything that they want. They've been studying the mind. So they know what the mind is capable of. They know where it's located in the brain. They know what they can do with different elements, uh, different positions in the brain. And they're now adding to that capability. So there's mm -hmm. nothing new with what's happening right now. They've just been able to increase the power and they've been able to, to spot what they're going to do and where they have to do it. Yes, yes. And this 5G thing has been very controversial now. And and you know, and they won't tell you this on the news, but you find out when you start doing your homework, and then when you get on the internet, and especially when you go to um, 
places like uh, YouTube and various people are, are coming out with it. And even doctors are, are doing uh, little videos nowadays as well. And, and so, man, um, you, you're not going to see it on CBS, NBC, Fox. You, you're not going to see anything about the, uh, the, uh, this radiation. Uh, a friend of mine who lives in uh, Santa Barbara, and they tried to bring it in there, and the city council said, "Oh hell no, you you ain't even you ain't bringing that stuff here. You know that's dead. No way." And now I've been seeing some other articles too. Our people are going around and destroying these uh, 5G towers when they start to see them going up into their their neighborhoods and people are burning them up and destroying these towers because this is all a part of waking up and and so i definitely want to send this message out you know i give a message out to black folks but the majority of my messages are going out to white america is 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 and then when you start seeing things like that is uh with towers and stuff being destroyed you better believe that white America is hearing the message and a lot of them are, are very conscious people, but they have the power to be proactive. If, if black folks went out here and started destroying towers, they would start pulling up tanks in, in the black neighborhoods and just, just start blob bombing the whole neighborhood. But, but the white folks, they can be proactive. And so uh, this is something I've been wanting to say to white folks for a long time. You know, you guys got to realize this this racism thing. You know, it, it ain't too cool. It ain't. It's not something that it, that necessarily works. And part of this whole satanic thing is tied to race and racism. And now, what we need you to do is that's like somebody sent me a, a video the other day about this white preacher. You guys need to check that one out. This white female preacher in a church made all of the white people in that church stand up. And a poly, they only had two or three black folks in the church, but stand up and and go face to face with a black person in that church and apologize, apologize for slavery, apologize for Jim Crow, apologize for racism, and, and just apologize for all the evil and wicked things that you have done to the Africans, the Africans that have come to this country that were taken, bought, kidnapped, or whatever. And I think the same message should go out to Africans as well in the West Coast, but that's 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 all part of the, the story as well, too. That um, that white America, especially in in England, and also in in Rome, and those who built the slave ships in 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 Spain, and, you know, all of you who are descendants of this horrid event throughout history who are still uh, profiting from slavery, which you mean gals profiting from Yeah, yeah. All how do you think Wall Street and all these companies were built up when the when those Africans came over here and, and, and came into New York, they were paraded up and down uh, Wall Street. It, come on now. It, it, they were paraded up and down the street and now Wall Street is a financial capital of planet Earth. Black folks used to be in uh, in that Central Park. That used to be a black community. They're in Central Park. Then they kicked out all the black folks and made a park out of it 
And guess what? They made an underground reptilian city right up under there. And this is where a lot of that uh, pedophilia stuff is going on and a lot of the kidnapping and, and enslavement of the children. And I'm here to tell you, I'm, I don't think all those children that were kidnapped were all black. They, they didn't give a damn that adrenochrome can come from any race and that. They don't give a damn. These evil people, they don't give a damn about black or white. They don't give a damn. It is, is that they just use the white race to get out here and to do this, this race and racism thing and to hate everybody else in the world and made yourself feel superior, superior to anyone else. Let's go back to Dr. Bradford. Let him straighten me out just in case I spoke in there. Go ahead, Dr. Bradford. Yes, uh, I've been listening to what everybody's been saying, and it's been very, very uh, eventful, and it's been very uh, uh, good to hear that everybody is uh, starting to do some research on these subjects that we're talking about, especially Dr. Kwaku. Now, Dr. Kwaku and I, we, we go back. I mean, he's one of our professors, and, um, you know, some of these, some of these subjects that uh, we need to discuss in more detail. Uh, he will be doing some workshops under Sacramento Theological Seminary. And uh, we'll be looking forward to uh, broadcasting on uh, YouTube and, and streaming on our, uh, our Zoom channel that we have at Sacramento Theological Seminary. I'm just very glad and grateful to be part of this, and I look forward to the next time that we can come together. I'm going to do some more research on, on a few other subjects to, to add to our our conversation because it, it, it's best to be factual, and Dr. Quaker yes. knows that. Him and I, him and I are, you know, we're very stickular. Uh, we have to be, you know what I mean? We, we, we've studied and, 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 and talked together, and, um, you know, being, being very factual is more important than uh, just spouting out and saying things that sound popular. You know what I mean? Uh, right. It's, it's time to tell the truth, it brother. It's, it's time to yeah. bring the truth out. Yes, you know, it is. We've yes, just, it is. It, yes, it is. You know, it, it's, it's just a shame because I know, you know, hell, I was brought up in, in the Christian church at, a, at an early age. And then the things that I witnessed at an early age with Christianity is just a lot of the people in the church, they're in there, they go into sleep. And you, and then if you ask them, what did they learn afterwards? Oh, well, the choir was good. Oh, I don't remember what the preacher right. said. Right, exactly, you know, exactly. You know, That's the people, you know, so what is really happening here in the church? So why are the people going to church when they don't study, they don't read, they have no clue about the historical aspects of the scriptures. They have no idea what has been tampered with. They know nothing uh, about uh, 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 the meeting there at Temple at, in Nicaea 1,700 years ago, 300 years after the, uh, uh, by Constantine, 300 years after the death of Jesus. They have no concept. Right. They don't even really know the truth about Jesus himself. And, and, and so, and, and, and I blame a lot of this stuff on the ministers because, and I don't mean any disrespect to you or Dr. Kwaku of by any not. means of, of imagination. Not. Please forgive me if I speak in error or if it is not personal, but it's just fact, out and out fact that the preachers are not conveying this message articulately enough, whereas the, the, the people in the church, you know, they're looking at the cadence of the rhythm 
and for and that he's delivering it in. And so they're there for entertainment value, not necessarily for educational value. And so the minister has to make this it's this presentation clear <laughs> and precise to our people. And then also people are are more picturesque. And it, it has you have to show some imagery. And this is one thing that will keep our, our people awake. If you can show them what you're teaching, and you, you might have to hook up a few electronics and, and just project project some some images up, but I guarantee you that will keep the people awake when when you're preaching and, and, and teaching. And and so man, yeah. our people have just gone through so many changes. And so a lot of the stuff, I mean, a lot of my relatives who I talk to, I mean, we've been having family reunions every year for the past 65, 66 years. And a lot of them go to the family reunion and still don't know the name of their grandfather, great, great grandfather. And so it's the yeah, same it concept that's in the church. They, they ready to go to that party on Saturday night at the, at the reunion or go to the barbecue or something like that. But when, when you start talking about the historical aspects of the family, and like they said in Ruth, they don't know who they is. And, and so, and this is right. what even happens with family reunions and the family reunion is not given thanks to the people who had to get up at four or five o'clock in the morning and had to get out there and pick cotton and sweet potato and slop some damn hogs and had to live off of pig feet and, and chitlins. You know, man, and so you know, you got to give some humbrage to the people who brought you to the dance. And so for us to be able yeah. to speak on worldwide radio, they can hear me anywhere in the world right now. They can see our images and stuff here at www.t25cl.com. And so we can get up anytime we want to and do whatever we want to, kick back or whatever we want to do. But our people, our grandparents and great-great-grandparents didn't have that sort of freedom and, and expression. And uh, just like a, a lot of people that listen to the broadcast here that are up on the board right now, I've been knowing them for years. And and uh, and and Dr. Kweku, he and I, we go back, what, maybe five, six, seven years. But, you know, we have conversations and the conversation that he and I just had a few days ago, man, I really got to know him more than I ever had because, of the, because for the first time he he really talked about his upcomings and and the things that happened to him or what he experienced in his childhood. And he has never shared these things with me uh, before. And I don't even know what his plantation name is, but that's cool. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but he shared some things, you know, he grew up in the South. And you guys ought to listen to Dr. Kweku. I mean, he may not say certain things over worldwide radio, but you get to know him as as a as a person, then you know it, he just brought some very enlightening things up to me on one on one conversation. I have the same one on one conversations with Gina and and Adrian as well. And 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 Adrian called me the other night, damn near in tears, because of one of these videos that that she saw and experienced. And, and man, I get this stuff daily. And and I got a call last night from a friend. I thought I turned my damn phone off last night, but I left it on accident. Got a call at midnight. It went about two hours. You know, sister down near in tears. 
because you know over the death of her mother and and stuff man so i hear all this stuff day and night night and day so this show here you know i come on with my talking points but i'm also telling you from experience and from the heart and and the stuff that i'm hearing and and then i'll i'll hear this stuff with you know, but when the show goes off, I'll start getting phone calls, and then it starts all over again. And, and some people will call me personally, but won't call into the show and and discuss this stuff. And so it's a well, then, heavy, heavy thing to do. Can I make one more? Can I make one more comment? Uh, and I'm going to I'm going to kind of piggyback off of something that Dr. Kwaku has said, and it's something that's very prevalent. And I think that we need to take heed and and uh, um, looking at this what he just said, and, it, and, and I'm really going to announce it again. Our lives have been changed forever. The world, is, the world as we know it is not the same world. I mean, right. when he talked about we, it's dead, it had died, yes. That, that, that United States of America is no more. There's, there's going to be a completely different existence for us from this point on. There are too many things, you know, the stuff with Bill Gates, the stuff that, that, that Trump is saying, the stuff that uh, Dr. Kucci, uh, uh, what's his name, uh, uh, the, 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 scientist, the scientific community is bringing out. Well, then this is information that has always been available, but we just haven't researched it and looked at it from this particular aspect. So what I'm saying is our lives have changed forever. So then now is the time for us to get on top of it as a people and start to get this information to our people in the community, in the community. You know, it's, it's, it's easy for, for us who are, for those of us who are well-learned and have businesses and have institutions to follow and everything, but then believe it or not, there's, there's, you know, our brothers and sisters are suffering, and they're suffering right. because of lack of knowledge. I mean, that's scripture. Right. So, so uh, I, I think that it's going to be very important from this point on for us to infiltrate through our communities. Now, I'm starting a magazine, Voice of the Community. And what I call it, I've told my staff, it's going to be our propaganda machine. It's going to be a, a, a magazine that we can uh, produce all the information that is not being produced to the public. Um, Dr. Quaypoo is going to be one. He's going to have his uh, um, article, you know, quite you know, every three months it'll be published, and uh, he'll have his column there, and I have other um, talented authors that are going to be uh, in the magazine as well. So I'm looking forward to continuing this, but you guys, we have started something, so let's just stay with it. Let's definitely stay with it, you know. Any questions you may have about anything, I know you can call talk, uh, call in and, and, and get your information. Dr. Quake, who has my information, Sacramento Theological Seminary and Bible College. You can go to our website, our, our, our numbers, and, and uh, I've got my uh, doctors of uh, uh, academics and, and my registered doctors, and, and I have a, a very, very uh, extensive staff of MDs as well. Okay, yes. so we can answer a lot of questions. Anyway, yes. um, and what's your, what's your website? I'm looking forward. Our website is stsc.education. Okay, say it one more time. S, okay, st, okay, www.stsc, 
education. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And you guys, and, you guys and, visit you know, his website. Go ahead. Visit his website. Yeah. I've been to his his place there in Sacramento. He has a beautiful building there. And so we've been there a few times. And so definitely tune in to uh, Dr. Bradford and, and check out the website and the things that they're doing up there in Sacramento, for sure. Okay, thank you very much. And Dr. Right, Quaco, I'll be talking to you soon, I'm quite sure. All right, brother, appreciate it. Thank you, ma'am. Thank you. You guys have All a right. blessed evening. You too. All right, let's go back to LA, 310-497, you're on. United We Stand with Galaxy Chief. Go ahead. Yes, uh, good morning. Good day to you. Is this Lorenzo? Yeah, okay, my name is James Barnes. I'm a, I'm an acquaintance of Gene Anderson who called in a little bit earlier. I missed his call oh, okay. uh, when he called right. in. Yes, okay. I thank, How you doing, my I thank God that he introduced me to you guys because I see this is a this is a place to be right here. Uh, my first time, and I'd like to I'd like to uh, comment on the uh, one thing that I've been observing for years, and it's kind of a condition inside of the black community that we're unaware of. Uh, we see the results, but we don't pinpoint the reason. Uh, for example, we still obligated to the drug war. We still yes. allow that to decimate our community. It doesn't just harm our community from within. Just imagine, because you know, I'm a I'm a book writer too. I do fiction. I got some stuff on Amazon, but I'm able to use my imagination and imagine that I'm not black, and I'm looking mm -hmm. at the black community, and I see how. Certain people came in the community and put their arms around the community and then went to the church and got and turned the church uh, into um, like morally against drug use as if uh, black men didn't have a reason to be traumatized enough to use drugs. And uh, to give you an example of why I'm coming at it this way, when the Rodney King uh case happened and i'm from la i grew up there and watched uh yes. when, when our city exploded and, and caught fire like it did everybody understood the anger but what we didn't focus on is we had already been saying this is the kind of conduct we face every day we had been raising our hand complaining mm -hmm. about it for 20 years johnny cochran is the only person on the planet that really heartfelt what, that it wasn't us causing this avalanche upon us. And I got to admit, LAPD is a better place now. I got to give them uh, they proper because they, what they doing now, uh, they reflect in the community more now in our big city. So yes, it's a little yes. bit different dynamic. But But getting back to how the church got tricked, we all got tricked in the thinking that we needed to lock up those people who use drugs. See, and we forgot, we, we forgot about how we had methadone treatment for our traumatized brothers back from Vietnam. We accepted their trauma, but there again, going back to the Rodney King video, 
that proved that what we had been going through for 20 years and complaining about it, which led to drug use. It should have. You know, mm. every black man in L.A. didn't get traumatized. Thank God mm. for that. But enough of us did that we created this drug market. And the last thing we needed was for somebody to step up. It's just like the young girl who's, who's, whose mother brings in some guy into the family and then he starts uh, doing wrong things to the girl. When she goes to the mom and says, hey, look, so-and-so is doing this and that, if the mother doesn't protect her from then, she continues in that activity, But I mean, facing that activity, but it does a devastating thing to her inside. And we right. all understand that. But we, we have a tendency to to still accept the drug war. Now, now it was put there. See, all the things I heard you guys mention that we're lacking, like cohesiveness. And a, see, I'm 61, and I can tell you in the 70s, we were on the front line of conquering a lot of these problems that we have been facing, my generation in particular, because we came right after the Black Panthers and, uh, and then from California as well. So... So we, you know, we're stand-up kind of people out here, and we began to flood these colleges, and uh, and we and James Brown was saying saying it loud that we were black and proud, and that's a threat to a lot of people. And so, if you Google John Ehrlichman, you'll discover that in '72 they purposely used the drug war to target us and hippies. But just Google John Ehrlichman, and once once you do that then you see the seed was intentional. So then we tap the churches on the shoulder now and say, look, that professing to just say no mentality condemns, it condemns those traumatized people who fell into the drug thing. And then that was the wrong approach because that gave them wholesale license to extract, surgically extract the black man from the community and then make us feel that that was okay. Yes. And so it, was now, more it was more insidious than that. So, I was uh, one of the well, original members of the Black Panther Party. And we actually were you, fighting against a lot, a lot of that was, that was what was going on. Because the... I can hardly uh, speak, speak up a little okay. bit, Greg. Okay. Yeah. Well, I was one of the original Black Panthers, and we were actually fighting against the drug war because the drug war was actually started by the biggest uh, drug cartel in the world, which was the CIA, and that was right. started by the that's by uh, George Bush. Yeah, that's uh, my point. See, the only reason I mentioned the Black Panthers. The only reason I mentioned the Black Panthers is because I'm from L.A., and mm -hmm. and they taught us how to be unified, to think unified, and that was a threat, is what I'm saying. Yeah, That's I was out of Yes, sir. So what we need to do now, like I said, is is enlist the churches because they, you know, they lack in power in a lot of ways because they accepted this hypocrisy. And but so what they got to do now is start realizing that those who are on drugs have trauma at the bedrock of their reasoning for choosing that. It's not a moral issue. What we need to do is try to focus on how to treat those people 
instead of locking them up. And then until the church comes full-fledged with that, because the church spent 20 years in the black community accepting that bribery to follow the Just Say No program. And any intellectual black person that hears this know it's true. So we, need, we already know what we need to do, and we let's, let's do that. And once we do that, we can address the homeless issue. Because right now, we stand out, we're standing away from addressing it because there again, it's got that moral context that, you know, the lacking in moral, the lacking morality complex that we've been, see, we, we forsa- we've forsaken our own community because our, if, you, if you ask ourselves, we're the most traumatized people in America, but yet we're acting like we ain't supposed to show signs of trauma. Yeah, let me ask you We've something, been trained brother. Well, yes, sir. Let me, yes, sir. Let me ask you this, and, and Dr. Quaco, I wish Dr. Bradford was on right now. I think, and this is my opinion, why not remove religion from the church? Why not use the church platform? Because one thing that the church is good at is getting the people together. That's why I just remove religion from it and use the church as a resource and informational tool. Well, that's what I said. The only way we're going to reverse this and stop it, at least, is for the church to step forward. I said that, and it's in the recording. I hope that everybody heard that, and I'm glad that we can clarify that, you Mm -hmm. know, because because when, when a person makes an error, you don't condemn them for that. You embrace them and show them support and love because that's, that's what I got coming up in the church. Yeah, because I, I just see that we've been on this religion thing for 400 years here in America. And mm-hmm. I just don't see it being a tool that has been working. But now, since we have just experienced the end of the world, and not only this mm. third dimensional place of being, we're going into a, a fifth dimension of being. And so therefore, we have to come in with a whole new message because what has been taught uh, about the history of East Africa has not been quite accurate from a historical standpoint. And so therefore, since our people go to church every week. They give the money to the church every week. That's the only place where black-on-black corporate kind, kind of kind of works is, is at the church. That they'll give that money up at the church. And so why not utilize that platform and so that our people won't be going to sleep in there talking about what happened over the past two, four, six thousand years and something where there's no validation points. Why don't we use the well, church platform for education and even for, for health and wellness, how to eat properly. You know, you, you don't That's have to. Yeah, we, we had to eat the pig feet and the chitlins when we was on the plantation, but you don't have to do it now. Let's, let's start getting nutritionally correct. Let, let's start teaching yes, the right. people about the colloidal silver uh, and, and, and utilizing that and the elderberry syrup and the various other remedies uh, that are out there to help fight off 
these various infections and stuff into our system and how we can get more spiritually in tune uh, and, 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 ourselves and stuff. We can do this kind of stuff in the church and, and use it as an education resource place, teach people computer technologies in the church, job access in the church, business access in the church. We, we can utilize the church to that degree, and I guarantee you the church will be packed every week. Well, and that's what we need to do. Time, we taught the world I, how I, I agree as far as in listening to church because, you know, um, they have to really change that because right now, last time I talked to some church uh, folks that I respect, I respect everybody. Uh, last time I talked to these particular people, they told me that until the user steps away from the drug, ain't nothing they can do. And and to me, that not only hurt my feelings, that hurts the black community. See, there again, their position is slaughtering the black community, and you have to you have to imagine looking over the fence and not being black. See, a lot of us aren't willing to do that. See, I can imagine. Look, I can imagine being white, getting off a train, and let's say in wherever I'm getting off at, and I see a, I see four or five young black men with their butts hanging out, with their, with their butts hanging out. See, we're accepting black, but other people look at it like that's another reason why they don't want us nowhere around. Yeah. And this is all, this is all connected to the view of the church for drug users. And I know, and you know, I know how it is to be incarcerated, you know, and nobody understanding what drug use is about. Yeah, I was, I was sexually abused as a kid. That's, and then harassed every day by LAPD. That's why I chose drugs. And drugs helped me get through high school. You know, I didn't just get through high school. I excelled in high school. I'm a musician, and I studied music, all that, performed every day, all that. And I'm performing now. Well, not now, but but my point is there's a lot to this puzzle that need to be heard. And those of us who who've been inside those walls of confinement as well as those walls of higher learning need to be listened to. And when we speak, just know it's coming from experience that many of many of our intellectuals don't have. Yes. So well, the war the war on drugs was created after the uh, the drugs got out of the neighborhood. Oh yeah, and they crossed they over. Did you say? I, I didn't hear you. The war on drugs was created when the drugs got out of the neighborhood. The drugs were created to control the black neighborhoods. Yeah, I'm speaking about, like, if you, if you Google John Ehrlichman, you'll hear, you can read him saying that the drug war was initiated in 72 by Richard M. Nixon to, to target two groups who were anti-war at the time. Blacks and hippies. Now, hippies, all he had to do is cut his hair. Mm -hmm. But us, see, 
And we stuck on stupid if we, if we sit down and let that war continue, man. See, me, like I said, I'm from Watts. If I know somebody's walking in doing damage to me, I'm going to try to jump up and bust them in the face. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to sit down and just wait on them to do great harm to me. And that's what the drug war continually does. As long as we still engage in just leaving black men isolated from the community, See, there ain't enough of us here to pass on those links to our past. Watch. I'll give you a good example. Remember that old saying, the old adage, never put all of the eggs in one basket? The reason we don't get that on the street now is because they got too many of us with those keys, those links, locked away. Don't think they're just discardable. Those men could have been out here telling these boys to pull your pants up. Because of the way we look as a group, we'll, the drug war causes us not to think group like. First off, so the first thing we need to do is end it. Because we see we arming cartels as we speak. You know, we see the hypocrisy, and we, I don't know, I'm glad I grew up and watched. Because if something's going down that ain't right, we're going to fight it and watch. That's right. Watch this straight we up. Always this have will. Yes. Yeah, I'm just keeping it real. All right. If it's not All right. right, we we gonna fight against it. We yes, gonna sir. get along with every everybody. We gonna get along with everybody. We gonna love everybody. But when it comes to stepping up to address the issue, those of us who grew up there, we know how to do that. And it's yes, it's godly. It's like it's like worshiping the God of David. That's what we got to do. We Religion then got us a little docile. Like somebody was saying earlier, it was used as a tool that we reverse the usage when we used to encode messages in it. You know, we yeah. took what they, you know, we always do that. But we yeah. cannot progress with the drug war intact. I don't care how many college degrees I have. This episode. All right. Hey, I want to thank y'all for this this opportunity to to yes, share sir. with the world what you're thinking. Because I love yeah, the way man. y'all thinking, man. Yes, sir, man. I appreciate you, you coming on to the show today and and uh, looking forward for Gene's uh, album to come out and put it on our radio station, man. And and you're always welcome to any of our shows. And Dr. Kwaku, he does a show on Tuesday night at 7.30 and Lorenzo Murphy does his show, uh, Compton Politics, on Monday nights at 7.30. So, so uh, stay tuned in and, and welcome to T25CL Entertainment. Thank you, brother. Thank you, brother. Yes, sir. All right. Let's see. Now, we've been on here now for, what, two hours and uh, 10 minutes. So why don't we go ahead on and bring it on home? Let's see. Let's get some closing arguments here from let's go to Gregory. Then we'll go to Gina and Dr. Kwaku to wrap it up. Go ahead, Brother Gregory. Hello, everybody again. Um, I just want to bring everybody's attention to the fact that uh, there are these other things that are going on that uh, we have to pay attention to. And that is the technology that is going on right now. And the technology has been there for a long period of time. Uh, radiation is a big one. And 
the fact that they are telling us now that they can see us through all of the walls that we try to hide behind uh, tell you that they will also control you through all the walls that you're hiding behind or trying to hide behind. So pay attention to those things and accept the things that you can't see because they still exist. So the technology now is that uh, DNA pays a lot in pays uh, a lot to do or has a lot to do with the way that we live these days. And we, they are controlling our DNA more and more. And part of that control has to do with the technology that exists. When yes, I was sir. going sir. through school studying electronics, we were watching the development of this technology. And it's gone way beyond what I knew back when I was studying electronics. And it's very logical as to where they've gotten to at this point. So pay attention to to what uh, this leader of this this nation uh, is telling you, because it's real. Uh, mm -hmm. It's being controlled. The technology is being controlled outside of this country, and they are very aware of everything that's happening. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, man. But thank you for your comments and thank you for coming on today. And I need you to be strong, brother, because we need you and we need you to take care of your health, brother. I'm I'm working on that. Okay. All right. Now I'll, I'll talk to you probably a little bit later. All right. Okay. Good show right. so far. Oh, thank you, sir. Thank you. All right. Let's go to Sister Gina. Now, you've come on here about three different ways on this show today. So whichever one of you is there, uh, go ahead and give us some wrap-up points. What did you, what? Can you hear me? Uh, yeah, you're coming in low, but I can hear you. Okay, you know I have backup, right? I think you I'll need just to get shut off the laptop so you can hear me. Let me shut the unknown I caller. did. I, you know what? I can't. There's a um. There's something in my laptop that says I'm coming to it. Uh oh. See there? Yeah. Stop, Dre. Wait a minute. I can't have two. Am I on the mute? You're on the echo. Shut the laptop. Let me mute so anyway. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. All right. Go ahead. Okay. So um, just to elaborate on what. Gregory is saying, um, you know, they're penetrating the wall so that they can see you and things of that nature. I'm going to go back to my little issue. You know, when I said something about Merck, just like um, uh, uh, Dr. Kwaku had did some research on Bill Gates, um, the pharmaceutical companies pair with um, individuals like Bill Gates to push their propaganda through their narrative to program you that way too. Um, Trump is talking about, what is that drug called, whatever. It's, a, it's Supposedly, I'm doing air quotes because I don't have facts. Malaria drug. But, huh? Malaria drug. Yeah, the malaria drug. Coke, Coke, what is it called? Some kind of Quinn. But anyway, um, supposedly someone had paid to 
someone had paid to um, get in Trump's ear, and Trump is pushing it, but you're not Dr. Trump. In the meantime, when you start seeing that kind of radicalism from the powers that be, my suggestion is that you start taking their keywords, and you just draw yourself a diagram on a piece of paper and say, okay, well, what is this malaria drug? Where does it go back? Who are the founding fathers? That's why sometimes when I do, and I, I don't try to be confrontational with everyone I talk to in a profession, it's when you resist me and I know I'm right, then it makes me angry. Because it's like, okay, it's, it's not hard to transfer a drug. That's my choice. I choose to walk two blocks instead of 10 miles. But just do the right research there. Also, I don't know if you guys um, know or not, I, 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 and I'm changing the subject, I don't know that um, there's laws that have been changed, you know, because we have the stay-in-place order to get on public transportation. I've been watching viral videos of African-American men getting pulled off of buses by 15, 20 police because they don't have a mask. I don't remember hearing a law saying that it was mandatory to do that, but that's another form of abuse. They can't detain the brothers. They just snatch them off the bus. Put your hands on me, you get sued, bottom line. If I forget to wear a mask or I can't pull my shirt up over my nose and I accidentally get on the bus, don't put your hands on me. You read your rights there. I'm starting to see things of that nature. I'm like, it's another form to violate you, to come into your personal space, and I'm going to put my hands on you. And 90% of you are white. You know, like Andre said earlier, enough is enough. A lot of us are waking up, and a lot of us are going to be vocal. And if some of us don't make it to the end, at least you know. But me personally, I'm getting tired of it. I mean, I'm getting tired of these little mini many wars, like, why are you going to question me? Oh, I know why you're questioning me, because this drug is expensive, and you want the money because you're going to get a profit from that bottle. Well, I tell you what, you either deliver it and I'll get it from you, or I'm going down the street where it's an open space. It's just crazy the little bitty things that become an issue, and you do have to look back. Mark is crooked. Mark is crooked is, is I don't know what. Learn how to go into uh, uh, the meetings on Yahoo Finance. Go see what Merck is doing. Go see who went to jail. Go see who did that. Take that little diagram and put this little person here, that little person here, and go see where their ties are. And make, let that be your determination as to whether you want to do business and start pulling back your dollar. Because when I say I've gone on my personal strike with my dollar, I know how to go in and research these people and see what they are about. And if I don't like you, I'm done. My, my closing oh. argument. Sorry. Minister Bone, go ahead, man. You you brought it on home. Today. You made it plain, Bone. Go ahead. That's that's my girl. Don't go be scared ahead. of Wall Street. Go research the more crazy ass people. Go ahead. You tell them like it is, boy. We had more soldiers like you, boy. We can kick anybody's ass in in the universe, boy. Look at here. All right. <laughs> Go ahead. Where's the good doctor? Wrap us on up today. We've been on here for two hours and 18 minutes and 46 seconds. Go ahead, good doctor. Really? Whoa. Yes. Uh, yes, we have. But it's, it, it has been a good show. Uh, you know, I've been um, I'm even more motivated and inspired by the fact that that people are participating at a high level. And, you know, it's it's like a. Uh, 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 the brother from L.A., I forget his name, uh, uh, 
was talking about we need to operate in those churches, and which is something that we've been trying to do, which is one of the reasons why I have been, uh, collaborated with Dr. Bradford down there to be one of the professors at the school is because they will allow me to come in and teach and not be guided by some principle handed down by the government. Uh, the purpose is that, you know, there's a, a couple of things I wanted to share with you guys here this morning. Uh, one of them, it says, uh, let me see, what is it? The real purpose for books is to trick your mind into thinking its own thoughts. And, you know, just, just let that sink into your mind, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, and in terms of education and knowledge gathering and, and information processing, you know, understand it, to trick your mind into thinking its own thoughts. You know, so we, we, we reached a level where we are, we are incapable of that simply because of the fact that uh, uh, we've been indoctrinated with and, and trained and miseducated and bamboozled and the whole uh, ball of wax. But uh, the reality of it is, um, I heard something today, and I guarantee you that you would never, ever hear, you've never heard another president of the United States say this, where a president will come on the air and try to get people to take a medication. And when he was questioned about it by the reporter, the reporter says, but sir, that has not been validated. It has not been passed the the test in the laboratory to be beneficial for this disease. And you know what the president said? What have you got to lose? You've got your life. (laughs) He said, what have you got to lose? And so, you know, So we, we've got to, yeah, we've got to understand that we're not getting uh, the information necessary for us to be uh, for us to 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 be successful. So we have to learn how to think, but we have to study. We got to continuously seek, and 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 like I said, the reason I joined teamed up with Dr. Bradford is because we're going to have an opportunity to have a school. There in the in the Sacramento area where we're gonna and you know that's the first step, just like the radio station. We want to start here, but we want to move even further. We want to have uh, uh, access in every state. We want to have access in other countries, and that's what we want to do with the school. And in fact, we already have made a contact with some people in Africa to have an extension school in Africa from SDS. So, you know, these are the, we have to get in you know, when the opportunity presents itself and be ready, you know, be ready to to go out here and share and don't be afraid to share what you know and what you believe. I, I shouldn't say what you believe, but what you know. We know one thing for sure. The things that we have been exposed to have not worked, has not been for the benefit of our people. You're right. They have not. So, and I ask you one more question I want to put to you guys. Say, so if you don't know what you want, guess what you got to do? Go ask, ask yourself the question and the answer will follow. It didn't say ask Jesus. It didn't say ask uh, the president. It says ask yourself. Because only you know what is in your mind. 
and you have right now most of us have these competing uh, uh, dynamics that are operating within our brain waves. But if you will allow yourself, the you will come out. But when you do the studying, when that's why the, the, even in the, in the scriptures it says, "Seek and you shall find." The more you reach out, the more you will have gained access to uh, needed information. So uh, on that, I would just like to say thank you guys for having a great show today. Appreciate uh, T25CL Entertainment. And I can still be contacted through uh, www.familysolutioninc.com, 707-344-3919. And don't forget to pick up my book on the website. There. And once again, back to you, Chief. Uh, yes, sir. You said a couple of things that I want to elaborate before I do a closing, and that uh, I think Gina raised her hand too. And yeah. it's it's about uh, damn. Hope I get them both right. Uh, fear. Mm. Don't live in fear. Whatever you do, you know, even if the, if you if this beast that's out there right now may have greater power than yourself. <laughs> Something happened yesterday. Uh, one of my little fishing buddies came by to uh, pick up my bunch of little twenty dollar dude, and so I just ran out to the uh, to his vehicle to pick him up. Here he is; he's got on gloves and and a mask and everything. And um, and I didn't go out there with no mask and gloves. I just took the twenty dollars outside. He said, "Great, great! You don't have no mask and gloves on, man. What you doing?" I said, man, this thing don't even exist, man. What you talking about? That brother's eyes got big. <laughs> he got nervous and scared, rolled his window up and sped off, man. Fear. We got yeah. to come out of this whole element of fear. It's one of the things, man, that's that's just killing us. You got to be brave. You got to be strong. And this is from a spiritual standpoint. Oh, that's the other thing I want to, when you mentioned about uh, there's a praying to with inside. And this is another thing that Christians just kick me in the ass about. When I tell them God is inside of you, when you're looking in the mirror, you're looking at God. And boy, that, that just sets them off. It burns them up. A Christian don't want to hear that. They don't want to hear that that God or that Jesus is inside of you. Boy, I get called all kind of names of disbeliever, like uh, uh, like uh, brother said, a heretic and all of that stuff. No, believe that that God is inside of you. Get that strength from internally, from within. But our people don't want to hear that. They want to believe in that mystery God, the God that you can't see, hear, <laughs> feel, or touch. Keep him a mystery. I mean, that's what the plantation master did to us. It, you know, they start teaching, teaching that, that Christianity thing and, and making you all docile and all of that. Oh, yeah, you keep working hard, slave. You work 18 hours a day and uh, picking my cotton, and, and I'm going to get money for this cotton now, but you're going to get yours after you die. And and our people, yeah, it was, you know, they beat the hell out of you to uh, believe in that type of bullshit. And and now after slavery, when you have a choice, and it's like I keep alluding to you, you had a choice. Now where are you gonna eat that pig foot or that shitless? You don't have to do. You got a choice. You can eat the the, the, the best piece of the beef now. And if you are gonna stay on that hog, please, Doctor Craig, you alone with that, 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 
Yeah, I know, I know that that big foot question. Yeah, I got a pot on right now. But it goes it goes back to what I was just saying. He doesn't like to play Yeah, why God is supposedly free. The creator is the creator's inside of you. Yeah, the creator's on inside of you. And, and that's why I said a while ago, if you want to know the answers, you got to ask yourself the question. Because yeah. the creator mm-hmm. already lives there. But we don't trust. We don't trust that. We don't trust yeah. ourselves. And, as, and you, we got to let go of the yeah. fear and trust our own mind and our own thinking. Because they, not only are they driving you crazy, they want to convince you that you're totally insane and incapable of having yeah. a thought. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. But I, I do, I do want to say one thing too. You know, and, I, and I'm not saying that they are role models, but he's gonna keep. You know what? Okay. So case in point with the fear. I, I'm sorry. I'm still going I just don't like people coughing with their mouth off, and I don't want to steal your spray because I don't know what the hell else it has in it. So I'm gonna wear a mask. But I'm watching these, these, these pastors over in the Bible Belt. Trump hasn't said anything to them, but you've noticed how they're getting reprimanded and pe- keep people apart and whatever, whatever. But those are his followers. Apparently, you know, I, I'm starting to look at it the other way. What do you know that I don't know? That you feel that you are that safe, right? Secondly, I want to bring about, did you guys hear about, there's a, there's a guy that owns a basketball team. I forget his name. And, you know, I, I guess I was just thinking really in one direction. I don't think you brought this to my from uh, – no, you didn't. Somebody else did, Dre. He's a team – he owns a basketball team. I forget which team it is. But he has a portfolio of businesses, and he is jumping up and down like a, a one-year-old because he wants his binky. He wants the gates opened up, and he wants his, he's losing money on all of his businesses. You know, mm-hmm. I'm not being mean and facetious when I say this, but I'm looking at you and I'm like, welcome to the club, bro. Right? Yeah. You that sounds like Mark thing. Cuban. Remember That's probably what you're talking when, about. Is remember it when the doors open again, okay? Because I'm going to be looking at you differently. You're so spoiled, and I want your money. Like you're talking about the slave owner. Bring it back. It's mine, 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 mine. You have a surplus. Use it. We've had to go eat ramen. Go get a bag. See how it tastes. Go get your bag of rice. Go get you, go get you some noodles. Send your chef home. I'm sure he's in a hazmat suit in your kitchen cooking. I don't want to hear things like that because you know what? I don't pity you. I don't pity your team. I don't pity your overpriced tickets. I don't pity shit about you because you haven't talked about your shit, uh, your charities. All you're talking about is mine, 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 gimme, gimme, gimme. You know what? Dismiss me with that. Sit and wait, just like the rest of us do. Right? Right. Sorry. And there was one more. Um, 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 and I'm not attacking Merck. But if you do some research on Merck, Merck killed people before. What did they do? They popped the pill and had a heart attack and died. So you might want to look that up too. Okay, I'm finished. Uh, well, okay, I'm getting a couple of flashes here on the phone. Uh, the coronavirus confirmed uh, coronavirus deaths as the total number climbed to 20,110, as many as 2,000 people die every day. It's past Italy and what they're doing. And for Gina, you and uh, Roy, here's another one that's hit close to home. Uh, Willie Weaver's children, Chanel and Anthony, mother, keep her in prayer. She was rushed to the hospital last night. She couldn't breathe. So those are two that are kind okay, of close but to you, home. And also... I, I want to uh, say... Uh, go ahead. Let me say one other thing. 
this is something I heard yesterday briefly. It popped up on the phone, and, and uh, Space Boy sent it in. Uh, did I talk about the Oakland streets are getting ready to get blocked off? Either they said uh, 74 streets or something like that is getting ready to get blocked in Oakland or seven miles or, or something of Oakland. They're getting ready to shut them down with you can't uh, use an automobile on them to drive in or out of uh, certain areas. This thing is getting funkier and funkier and funkier okay. as we go. I want to speak ahead. to that. Libby Schaff had a town hall meeting a couple of days ago. I came in on the tail end, and she talked about that stretch of Oakland. It's temporarily going to be shut off with barriers so that you cannot drive down it, and social distancing can, can take place on those streets. Is there another underlining meaning? Of course. I mean, if you look in over there by um, East 12th, down there going all the way, not up where Highland is, but down where Highland is, there's been a lot of, uh, what, do you, what do you call that, um, infrastructure changes, finally paving the streets and things of that nature. But instead of putting those barriers up so that you, when there's a high-speed chase, they're restructuring the curb so where they come halfway out in the street. So, like, if you're drunk, you might run over the curb because you're not used to it being that far out. They're narrowing the lanes, and I find that interesting. I'm like, you're doing that in these cluster F areas. For what reason? There has to be another agenda. Then I look around, there's all kind of surveillance cameras around. I'm like, oh, God. You know, I, sometimes I'm driving around just shaking my head, but I did hear about about that, Dre. Anyway, did the crop duster fly over your house? Crop duster fly last night? Did the crop duster fly Oh, you know what? I, I, didn't, I didn't send you a text the other day, but the crop duster didn't do its run at 10 o'clock. I was talking to – oh, you know what? It's Jesus weekend. Oh, so the crop okay. duster stayed parked. Yeah, it, it, yeah, it was good Friday it, yesterday. Yeah, then once so the didn't go. Yeah, All right, okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll, right. That's, I'll, that's what I wanted to say, too. And, and why doesn't Trump have – a mask on, and it's been brought up in several different state, you know, comments that I've read. One, he doesn't have a mask on. Two, he hasn't visited one hospital. Oh, and three, there is something out there. I watched somebody live, one of my friends, one of my Facebook friends, I don't know the person personally, um, go to the hospital because he couldn't breathe. He was walking down the street, and it hit, and they had to come get him because he couldn't stand up. Um, Remember, 19 stands for 2019. This stuff came out in 19, and I just think that a lot of us may have had a touch of the, what we thought was the flu, but may have been the experimental drug getting, wor getting worse as 2019 kept on going. Because I, I, when I first went to the doctor, they came back and said, I don't, we don't know what you have. It's environmental. But at the time, it was the Pikes Fire, so I, like I said, I thought I was inhaling somebody's couch. So, you know, I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Anyway. Trump, Trump, said Trump, said huh? said again. Trump said that he will not wear a mask. No, you'll never see Trump in a mask. Just like when he had the eclipse, he looked right up at it without the shades on. And, and well, he already, had, he already has a mask on, so he don't need to put another one on. <laughs> Well, he, he gets in that tanning bed every night, so I think that's over sixty-five degrees. So he just burns it off every night. So is that is that what? Yeah, yeah. 
let's see. I knew we were going to Why does he think that Mission Resort? That man is just crazy. Hold on a second. I want to bring King Coco on for a minute because I know his show is getting ready to start back tomorrow. Brother King Coco, how you doing, sister? Come on with it. Are you there? You're there. You're there. If you're not there, he'll, he'll come on. Uh, go ahead, Bone. What were you saying? Um, I think that was it. Yeah, okay. that was it. All right. I was just making making. I made I made point. The bus, uh, the buses. I think it was in. I don't know. If it was in New York, or where that was. Two two brothers. But the person getting on the bus to pull them off didn't have a mask on. I'm like, okay, hypocrites. Here we go. Another yeah. reason to violate rights. Um, and then it was the basketball owner that I can't remember which team it is. I'll find out, but I just it's got to be Dallas. Do you sound, it sounds like you're describing Mark Cuban. No, it wasn't Mark Cuban. It was somebody else. You would think it would be Mark Cuban, right? No, it wasn't Mark Cuban. It was someone else. Um, I'll call that person and ask which, which basketball owner it was, but it's his portfolio that he's concerned and laying off people and, and whatever, whatever, and he's jumping up and down and start the economy and open up the basketball. You know, I'm not, I'll tell you what, you open that stadium and you move those seats because you're so greedy, you regulate the seats that are in there, and, and, and I don't want to touch somebody's elbow. I don't want them screaming for their team and your spitting beers coming out over in my face. Because if I come in there with an umbrella, you're going to ask me to leave. Yeah. Or even if I come yeah. in with a hazmat suit, you might take me to the funny farm. I think I'm crazy, but I'm not. Mm-hmm. It's too close yeah. together, right? Let's see, so you're hitting a, you know, you guys know with wisdom and know that you're hitting a certain group of people's pocketbooks. And when I say a certain group, we're talking about the group that owns all the sports franchises, the group that owns um, Hollywood, the groups that owns Wall Street, the groups that owns all. Whenever you see somebody that's worth $100 billion, $200 billion, $300 billion, this all comes back to oneness, and it gets back to that whole satanic rule again, too. I mean, people that have generated and amassed a certain amount of wealth are not nice people whatsoever. Mm-mm. And so they, are been, they were chosen. They were put in selected uh, positions to generate this wealth and to have these businesses, whether it's in sports or entertainment, but it goes back to that same satanic network of, of things. And, and, and this is, and once you start getting up, don't just take Paul Galaxy Chief's words for this. Just start doing your homework and, and research of, of what the reality of it is. And this is why I get, I'm getting all these phone calls in the middle of the night, got one at midnight last night for over an hour last night. And, and, and people are getting in this shock and awe uh, uh, thing right now. And, and people are calling dead in tears. What am I going to do? What we going to do? And, and so, and this stuff is not phasing me at all. You're not scared, man. You're not scared. Hell no, I ain't scared. We've been preparing for this day since back in the 70s when I started studying and, and listening and from well-learned people. We already knew that we are going to be locked up into our homes and, and to preserve your water and your food. That's it. It, Bone, you remember back in the days when I had my apartment at Portobello? Remember I was canning foods and stuff? Back then I used to go. Oh, yeah, I remember that, yeah. 
Yeah, and get the vegetables right down the street at uh, at uh, at the the farmer's place where they bring the fruits and vegetables. I used to go and get cases. But of but if you were halfway clean, you'd have some lysol in your house right now, right? So oh, yeah. me, that tells me a lot about some of these folks. Are you just nasty anyway? Yeah, some some shut up. <laughs> just nasty. Yeah, yeah. We 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 know. We know. Let's see if uh, now let me go buy it all. You can't have yeah. it. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah. Uh, King Coco, did you resurface, brother? Yo, my man, how you guys doing? I'm just listening in. All right, man, we've been jamming for two hours, 39 minutes, and 30 seconds. Something told me today the show was going to run three hours. But I said, no, man, let's, let's do it at two hours. And I thought, I said, damn, I might be able to cut this thing down to 90 minutes and cut him right off around 1130. But look here, brother from L.A. came on today and he spoke some heavy stuff and and so I mean wisdom breeds wisdom, man. And so what you got, man? Oh, you're back up on the website. Your link is back up on the website now. So you 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 clear. So go ahead. Tell us what's jumping off. Uh, good, uh, good good evening, everybody. I'm good. I just uh trying to set up for my show tomorrow. Uh, I don't have a lot to train today since I did not really follow from him. The earlier discussions, but uh, I'll give all stuff posted on the website. But I try to put up a show tomorrow, so I welcome everyone to be part of the show tomorrow. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right, and uh, yeah, just definitely go out, out, just go ahead, set your show up for tomorrow, send out the notifications, and uh, if you're on the same subject matter, feel free to uh, download this show when it's over. And I encourage everybody to do that as well. Uh, uh, this show should be uh, ready to be downloaded in the next hour or two, and you can download the show and send it out to the disbelievers, and uh, let the disbelievers awesome. tune in. Yeah, let 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 them let them listen because we hold in church on Saturdays, and so uh, these churches, these preachers, gonna light it up tomorrow. They're gonna go on on the on the on the on the on the computer tomorrow. And some of these old Christians, right. you know, they don't even know how to use a computer, how to get that. They got to get their children and grandchildren to turn the computer on and, and put the, the preacher on the on the screen tomorrow. And, and so, uh, look here. So we hold church every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Kwaku holds church Tuesday nights at 7.30. And, and King Coco going to host it tomorrow, 5 o'clock Eastern, 2 o'clock Pacific. And so this is what Galaxy Talk Radio is all about. This, this, this is the church. This is the church, like they used to say on Fred Sanford and Son, the church of what's happening now. And so we're just going to give it to you uh, straight up and what's jumping off. So if we don't have any other closing comments or one or two liners, I guess we better go ahead and wrap this thing up at two hours and 42 minutes. So let's stay in tune. Let's tune into King Coco's uh uh, show tomorrow. I know he's going to be on fire, and I know Dr. Kwaku, he's going to be on Tuesday night, and so let's tune in to him, and and uh, I know I'm going to be getting calls and more calls. People who didn't tune in today, um, they gonna guess what they're going to be doing. They're going to be calling. Oh, what you talk about today, man? Okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> and so I'm just going to start telling them, download the show, and you'll, you'll hear uh, what I had to say, and and all the great guests, but I definitely appreciate everybody taking your time out on a Saturday morning. And uh, I know the Saturday's a busy day and, and things you got to get caught on, up on, but I appreciate everybody showing up. And so we'll catch you uh, 
next week, and next week should be my last show. I'm predicting that should be it. And so, because uh, we got to move on to uh, uh, bigger and, and better things. And so, those of you who heard the message, great. And for those of you who didn't, hey, just like in Sodom and Gomorrah, you should perish. But we got to, to move on. And so, if everything goes according to plan, we'll just come on with a happy message next week. And we got to move on because we got, we got work to do. We got a whole lot of, of work to do. And so, uh, so with that, we're going to say uh, Hotep and Assalamualaikum. Peace be with you. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.